You know that I am a lover of reflection, whether it's at the end of a month, at the end of a grading period, or when a break rolls around. It's just super important to constantly reflect. During the year, I feel that simple changes can be made, but at the end of a year, reflections are most powerful to me. You have an entire school year to think about, and you can truly consider what worked and what needs a revamp for next year. So this episode is sharing an end-of-the-year 5W reflection, and if you are ready to take a deep dive into evaluating elements of your school year, I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is... You guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Literacy Dive podcast. And if you are tuning in live, then you are almost at the end of your school year if you're teaching in the United States. I have loved walking through this school year with you and bringing you content every Monday. And so if you are a consistent listener of this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a rating and review so that you can share about your experience with this show, all of the things that you've learned, and just leave a helpful recommendation for someone who might stumble across this podcast and wants to know what it's all about. So I thank you so much for tuning in and listening every Monday or whenever you can catch these episodes. It has just been a thrill and a blast being able to chat with you every single week. Now, for today's topic, if you have never heard of the five W's, journalists and reporters will use this plus the one H to gather the core facts of a story. So that is the who, the what, when, where, why, and the how. So we are going to be using these to do some think work about the school year that has just ended or that is coming to a close. I would encourage you to really dive deep into these questions so that you can keep students at top of mind, as well as yourself, their grownups, and your environment. So let's just go ahead and start with the who. Now, when I say the who, I am talking about the audience that is connected to your school experience. So this is going to be your students, their parents, their grownups. It's going to be administration and staff, and it's also going to include yourself. So when it comes to the students, I want you to ask yourself, how did you connect with each child? How did you prepare for each child? How did you track data on each child? And as you are answering those questions, you are going to be able to get a really good reflection on how you connected with your students, how you saw them as individuals, and you can also determine your next steps if you need to beef it up a little bit when it comes to your student body. So then you're going to think about the parents. You're going to ask yourself, did they feel included and valued when they were in your classroom? Was there an open door policy? Did they feel comfortable to come with you with concerns or questions or anything pertaining to their lives or their child? Did they feel supported 
with resources or information, anything that you had to share that could help them to feel like they knew exactly what was happening when they dropped off their child to your classroom. These are all things that we really need to think about because sometimes we can put our focus on the child, the student, and almost forget about the parent or communicating with them. So you really want to do a reflection on the parent piece and you want to really determine, did they feel included? Did you have good communication with them? And you want to go down to why or why not? Then you want to kind of think about your admin or the staff. How is your relationship with admin? How is your relationship with staff members? Taking it one step deeper, did you feel supported by your administration? Did you feel supported by your team or those around you? And you have to determine if you did or if you did not, what can you do differently? Do you need to have a conversation? And do you need to address something? Or was it something on your end that you need to kind of shift or shake before the next school year? These are all things to consider when it comes to the who. And then finally, last but not least, is yourself. How did you take care of yourself? I like to go to the three Bs, since we're talking in letters here with the five Ws, I like to go to the three Bs. And these are boundaries, balance, and basic needs. So did you adhere to your boundaries? Whatever boundaries you set for yourself, did you 100% or at least 95% of your best effort go forth with those boundaries? What about balance? Did you delegate some things or mention that you could not do some things if it was too much on your plate? Or did you spread out some things that you had to do so that you're not so overwhelmed? How did you do with balance? And then your basic needs. These are things like rest, making sure that you're eating, making sure that you have time for exercise, family, friends, self-care, reading. Did you get to do things that were your basic needs to make you your best self? So these are some questions that I like to ask myself underneath the who category because it's all about the audience, students, parents, admin, and yourself. The second W that we're going to dive into is the what. So for this, I like to ask a few questions. And I want you to really think about these questions and jot down some notes. Really just kind of think about your whole entire school year. And this is going to set you up for the reflection of this year and then making next year as best as it can be. So the first question is, what activities are you most proud of implementing? And after you kind of go through what you're really proud of that you got to do that your students loved, what do you wish you implemented? Maybe there was something that you saw or something that you know you wanted to implement and you didn't. So what do you wish that you would have implemented? What parts of your day flowed well? What parts of your day need a little bit of ironing out? We all have kinks in our days and we all know that our days are not perfect, but what went well and what needs to be fleshed out a little bit? What standards were a challenge for you or your students to grasp? What do you feel confident in teaching? So this is really just thinking about you and your students, but separately. We all have our content areas that we feel very strong with, but then we have some of those skills that we really are not strong with. And sometimes that can reflect on our students by way of if it's a challenge for them or if they're excited about it or not. 
So really think about what was a challenge for them? What was a challenge for you? But also, what were you really good at? What did you rock? What were you confident in? And the same, what were your students confident in? And then I like to ask, what classroom management techniques did you use that was successful? And then, you know what's coming next, what could use better management? You know the different parts of your day that just didn't go really well, it wasn't really smooth, it wasn't oiled, and it didn't really flow the way that you wanted it to flow. So I want you to think about not just the part of your day, but connected to classroom management, what do you wish you had a better system for? And you want to just jot down some of these reflection pieces on your notes. Then for the next W, we're going to go to the when. Now for these, I'm just going to list off the different questions and then I'll kind of wrap it all up at the end of this category. When did students finally get into their routine? And then you want to ask yourself, was that acceptable for you? Do you feel like that was enough time? Do you feel like it should have been quicker? When did the majority of students master content standards? When did you provide feedback to students? When did you contact and communicate with parents? Was it routinely? Just when there was a concern? Did you do it just for good news or just because? When did you submit grades or pass back graded tests and work? Was it timely or was it last minute? So this whole win piece I think is huge because this is going to be a big part of students feeling confident, parents feeling confident in you ensuring that time is being used wisely and that you're able to do your best for the students and for their parents. I really like to focus on this particular W, the win, because this was one of the areas that I spent a lot of reflection time on in the past. This is one of the places where I kind of struggled the most as a teacher because I wasn't really aware of what was enough time or what wasn't enough time. And sometimes the days would just trickle on by and then I realize, oh my goodness, I had two weeks where I could have been doing X, Y, and Z. And so I always wanted to ask myself, was that why the majority of them did not master this? Is that why the routine took so long to get in? Like, should I have spent more time up front to where once we're going in our routine and our flow, then I have more time at the end to do all of these other things? And then the biggest part was the communication and the feedback. And if you've been a listener, you know that I procrastinate like nobody's business. And so sometimes for me, giving feedback quickly, communicating with parents quickly, submitting grades, passing back work, it did not come natural to me. So I had to make sure that that was a priority for the next school year. So that's why I'm going so heavy on these because this is the particular area where I struggled in and I had to make sure that I prioritized it. I really thought through it. And once I had understood the importance of the win, a lot of things changed and for the better. Now for the fourth W, which is going to be where, this is going to be just a little bit lighter. (laughs) It's going to be like your environment. Where did the students sit in your classroom? Did you change up their seats? Did you allow for flexible seating? Did you give them a choice? Were they by themselves? Were they in groups? Were they in partners? You are definitely trying to reflect on the where, the environment. And this is going to be for their, just all parts of their day. Were they at the same spot the whole day? 
And if your answer is yes, then maybe next year you want to make sure that for different areas, for different stations, for different subjects, that they can be able to move around or just change it up a little bit. So reflect on your environment. And then where? I like to think about where did you enjoy or where did you wish you could have gone? And this is kind of connected to field trips. Maybe there is a field trip that you know that people go on and for whatever reason, it never got submitted or the paperwork didn't get done so that you can say, you know what, next year, team, we need to go here. And that can be a priority from day one. So think about what field trips you did go on. Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? And I want you to think about why or why not. And then think about action plans to make that a better experience. And then for subjects. Where did you place those core subjects within your daily schedule? And how did it go? I know that some schools have where they give you your schedule and you have to do math first and then reading and then writing and then your specials or enrichment class and then recess and then science and social studies. But there's a lot of schools who kind of give you the liberty, the free liberty to make your schedule. And so think about it. When you created your schedule, how did it go? Were your kids exhausted? Were they at their best? Did they tire out? You have to think about how your students are doing to know what should you put at certain parts of the day. Because we had our recess, that was the only thing that was set in stone, recess, lunch, and our enrichments. And it changed year to year for me, but one particular year, we had enrichment and recess that were back-to-back. And so basically, we were kind of out of the content, but recess came last. When they came back in, we had about 20 minutes before it was time to go home. Now, it's not really enough time with thinking about restroom breaks and water breaks and also packing up, but that time is still really instructional and intentional. So during that time, we would do really quick grammar lessons, or I might read one chapter from a read aloud. And so we would be able to get some learning in. We did not just let that time disappear because it wasn't enough time to do actual stations or guided reading or anything like that. So think about your schedule. Think about, did you like it? Did the kids thrive? And if they didn't, think about what could you have done differently and what will you do differently for the next year? And then the last one on here is where are materials stored? Do you want to keep it? Do you want to change it? I'm thinking organization here. Thinking whole group, where things are in your classroom. Thinking individual, where do you allow students to keep their personal materials? Where do you keep the things that they need to write with and use and access? Is it a community basket? Is it separated? So just think about where everything is accessible, where everything is stored, where everything is placed and see if you want to keep it or change it. Now I want to squeeze in the H for how, and this is going to be how did you present your content? What methods did you use? Did you consider different learning styles? How did students feel? Did they feel like they were part of your classroom family? Did they feel withdrawn and like they weren't a part? How did you advocate for your students? We all have those students And sometimes we do have to be their voice. We always have to be their voice, actually. So how did you advocate for some of those students and you know who they are? How do you feel now that another year is complete? 
Now, hopefully, although we can have things that we can improve on and we have things that we wish we could change, I want you to think positive here. You have just taught students for this entire school year, and that is a really, really, really amazing thing that you have done. So I want you to give yourself kudos and big props for making it to the end. But just think about how you feel. And if you are not feeling as positive, then hopefully with these reflection questions, you can have a game plan for how next year you can make it a goal to feel better than what you're feeling right now. But I'm truly hoping that none of you are super hard on yourselves and that you can focus on the good and the positive in terms of how you're feeling. And the last set of questions that I have for you is going to be the final W, and that is the why. And this is all about communicating your why. Why do you want to change blank? Ask yourself, is it necessary? Is it just something you want to change just because? If you can communicate the why, I think you're going to be able to determine whether that is something good to do or whether you should just leave it and realize that it was effective and it worked and you don't have to change it. Why do you want to start incorporating blank? Think about it. Is it going to impact your students in a certain way? Is it going to support the parents in a certain way? Is it going to help with the structure or management? And if those answers are yes, then maybe that is something that you should incorporate. But think about what could that look like? Why do you want to abandon blank? Maybe there's something that you did that you saw on Pinterest or Instagram and it was just super extra and you realize This is not really that effective. Whether I have it or not, it is not going to make or break my students learning this content and curriculum. And so I don't want to keep up with this anymore. I want to get rid of it. And that's okay. Or maybe it's something else that you've implemented because other people were doing it at your school. And you want to be different because you know what's best for your students. So as long as you can communicate your why, is it a necessary change, incorporation, or abandonment? then you're going to be good to go and you will have this reflection piece down. And then my final why is, why are you teaching? Now, this answer is going to be the foundation and it's going to carry you through. So even on your hardest days, even when the classroom management is a little off, even when a lesson didn't go the way it was supposed to go or the way that you envisioned, if you can always come back to your why of why you are a teacher why you are in this profession, why you are doing what you're doing, it's going to carry you through, even on the hardest days. So as we wrap up, reflection is a great action for every person, I really feel like in their daily lives, but definitely in their professions. Now is a wonderful time for teachers to dive deep into the five W's and the one H so that you can have a clearer vision for what next year will hold and what that's going to look like for you. So I want you to think who, what, when, where, why, and how, and you will be one step ahead. You should be so proud of yourself and of all that you've accomplished. No school year is perfect, but when you can do the intentional think work, you are making the vow to make it as best as it can be for the kids, and that is noble and that is incredible. If you have not listened to the last few episodes, I would love for you to go back and listen to episode 83 to hear eight tasks for a teacher's summer to-do list and episode 84 to get six tips for summer school success if you are teaching this summer. 
Tune in next week for a brand new episode, and I guarantee you will not want to miss the conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.